0: Welcome back, everybody. This is episode five of Rounding Third, the baseball podcast. We're here uh, for another week. Some current news this week, so we've got some good topics lined up, uh, several topics. Uh, I'll kick it to you, James.
1: Thank you. And by the way, that's the co-host, Max. Always a pleasure. (laughs) Um, Real quick, just sign up before we get into it, Max, I'm stoked, one, that we actually have a lot of live news. Um, This entire podcast is going to be live news. Um, you know obviously that's been hard to come by with the lockout the good news is with us being through the holidays now I think there's going to be a little more push for the lockout to end what are you thinking about that Max?
0: Yeah I mean there's been some news circulating that because the holidays are over and the January February time frame leading up to spring training that there's going to be big pushes to have major discussions um, regarding the CBA and the lockout so I think we can be optimistic that, you know, some news, more real news um, from the lockout and what's going on and how it's progressing will be coming in the coming weeks.
1: Yeah, that's great. And uh, speaking on news, I think the first topic, this is one that really shocked me, Max, was Ken Rosenthal, huge name for the news media. Uh, After 12 years, they did not sign him an extension, so he's done with MLB Network.
0: This is kind of crazy. I mean, <laughs> you know, Kevin Rosenthal is a legend. Always wears the bow tie. He's in the World Series dugouts on Fox. A uh, great writer for the Athletic has a you know a whole history with the MLB. But I mean, what is this all about? I mean, the, the, you can you can explain what this is all about. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, you know, it's going to be a heated, uh, heated explanation for me. But also, j- just to put on the perspective, this guy is huge for the game of baseball. You know, this is like the woge for the NBA. This is Adam Scheffner. He's the breaking guy. You know, it's like, okay, is this trade legitimate? A lot of these free agents that we're talking about, I see it from his Twitter. So, it's that level of guy. asked not to come back. Uh, and this was the doing of Rob Manfred. In my opinion, this is just another one on the list of his disgusting things he's done to the game. But Rob Manfred is upset because during last summer when there was not the lockouts, but this trying to bring it back, how are we going to do this COVID-shortened season, he thought there was some significant mishandling by Rob, um, Rob Manfred. And he wrote about it on, he's a writer for The Athletic, and he wrote about it. Not in a favorable way. He got a, you know, asked not to come back. Rob Manfred, he's ultimately in control of MLB network. It's owned by MLB.
0: Yeah, I mean I love MLB network, but this is kind of ridiculous. Like it's like the state media controlling who can say what on air. It's ridiculous. Basically, um Ken Rosenthal said along the lines of, you know, with baseball's as far of it far from a deal as ever they're in a stalemate. It's ridiculous. Uh, MLB's latest proposal to players comes with a sharply worded letter m- marking ill will. Um, basically writing very negative things regarding the lockout, regarding the, the shortened season and the, the MLB leadership's handling of the whole thing. And so this was a story broken recently, um, by the New York post and it, it, it's it's just kind of sad and disappointing. I mean, Ken Rosenthal will still be around. He'll still be with Fox. He'll still be with the Athletic. He'll still be doing his thing. But I think the biggest story here is just the, the control that Rob Manfred and, and the executives of the MLB have over MLB Network and who can say
1: what. Well, and to me, this is just Rob Manfred being a petty man child again. And he's always been this way. The second you say you don't kiss the ground that he walks on, he has a problem. Look, he wasn't trashing his character. This is just Ken for the game of baseball, he's a jerk. This is what we need. I mean, and that's what I love is he, uh, right after the post article went live, Ken Rosenthal hopped on the famous Twitter. Uh, he confirmed that the story was true. Um, and uh, he also said that he's going to remain a writer for the Athletic. He's going to stay on the Fox Sports baseball team, including the World Series dugout position. Um, and it's—I just think it's, it's, it's just the, sad.
0: It's just the the perception that you know the MLB as kind of the, this entity can control the media and journalists and what they say about their leader and Rob Manfred, and that they would go so far as to punish you know an extremely well-respected and well-liked reporter for, for just critiquing his authority and his handling of a major situation in baseball. Um,
1: I, I, I find it really surprising. I, re- I really do find it really surprising. I, th- I think this caught people out of left field, but what I love is the mic drop about that. In that tweet I was talking about, Ken Rosenthal, and it kind of snuck this little diss in there, said, I always strove to maintain my journalistic credibility and my work reflects that. Bang! love that
0: yeah he sent like a you know, two-part tweet out about you know that that it's true he's leaving that or that he was forced out and you know he always tried to do his best but he'll remain in the baseball world of course um but I guess we'll see what happens to MLB network from here I mean MLB network's a big program it's a big um journalistic entity but I think it's hard for this not to have some type of tarnishing effect on it. I know – I think somebody from the MLB Network said that um, there, were, there were some other kind of BS reason why he was kicked off, kind of that um, – I don't know. It was It was just time for them to move apart or something like that. And what's interesting is after some of these articles came out, they actually basically – removed him from the program he didn't report on anything for a long time until the trade deadline when they had him back to cover some things but once these things came out he was basically never came on MLB network and now that his contract expired they they kicked him for good
1: they put him in a three-month timeout Rob Manfred literally said go stand in the corner they brought him back for a deadline because no one else could do it and now they're not re-signing him. I mean, it's just, it's just sick to see a guy who's at the top, who, who's a trusted source. You just love to see a good personality, great for baseball, get kicked out because Rob Manfred can't take any criticism. I mean, he's just so, so whiny. Rob Manfred is the worst contract in the major leagues. What is he, $10 million a year? I mean, Jesus, he is terrible for baseball. He's horrible. Yeah. I hate Rob Manfred. He can't do I don't anything think he's
0: right. He's a great commissioner either. Um, But I I, I guess we'll have to see. It's it's crazy news, Um, but it's probably the biggest story recently in the MLB. Um, We got some other news. Um, Tops, everyone's favorite baseball, baseball cards, baseball trading cards, was recently acquired by Fanatics, who's kind of taking over um, a lot of the sports world right now. So everybody knows Tops. If you buy trading cards, they're likely Tops trading cards. Um, They were on the throne of baseball cards for over 70 years and they were bought for $500 million by Fanatics, which is pretty interesting because, um, so Fanatics, uh, or, or Topps tried to go public last year, and when they did, they had around a billion dollar valuation, but the problem was that their contract was expiring with the MLB, so they ultimately settled for half of that at 500 million, um, and because this license was uh, set to expire, Topps license on, MLB trading cards was set to expire in twenty twenty six, I believe. Um, but because they're bought out, um, that contract's void, and fanatics now can take over and continue the distribution. what do you what do you think about this? What can you add to
1: that? Well, what's crazier to me is fanatics actually beat tops out in a bid uh, back in August for the rights to those trading cards. Fanatics actually is the one who beat tops to pick that up starting in twenty twenty seven and continue on and pretty much right after that happened or not right after, but here we are and tops is folded and who else, but other than to other two than to fanatics, who's just giant. And by the way, fanatics just signed a deal with the NBA and the NFL. So they are taking the card world uh, by storm, having tops and bringing that experience uh, under their wing. I mean, look out and I love the baseball card industry got huge over the pandemic I'm going to a card show on Saturday so it's awesome
0: yeah it's definitely a huge industry and now Fanatics has the rights over the NBA NFL like you said they also have major league soccer UEFA Bundesliga Formula 1 they have basically every major sport across industries except for the NHL which is still controlled by Upper Deck um but, but it's, it's a really interesting acquisition, and I think it's good for baseball card fans, baseball col- card collectors in general, because it, it just kind of opens the door to the possibilities. Um, you know, there, there, there are so many ways this can, can go now with a big company like Fanatics, who's kind of in so many different markets, able to kind of lead this charge um, with tops. And so I think it's good. I think it's a positive thing all around.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's going to be great for baseball. It's going to be great for, you know, you know, maybe not great. You know, there's kind of two sides of the fence because, yeah, you, you're a loyalist. It's going to be sad not having tops, having another option. But I think it will be exciting to see what Fanatics can do with it and with all their other brands. I'm kind of wondering, you know, Department of Justice, you know, are we looking at Monopoly? What's going on here in the card industry? Um, but, you know, I, I think that pretty much sums up the baseball card talk. So we've talked news, we've talked baseball cards, uh, you know, players. Let's talk some player news, which even though we're in the lockout we do have some more of uh in the form of retirement. <clears throat>
0: Similar to Kyle Seager here.
1: Similar to Kyle Seeger once again, another week ago. Week goes by, we have another this one, unlike the franchise man, this was maybe journeyman. I mean the journeyman of the MLB this <laughs> right. is, Uh, Up there for it, Uh, Cameron Maben announced his retirement via Twitter.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, kind of the the antithesis of Kyle Seager in terms of his loyalties. Maybe not his loyalties, but where he played. Um, So Cameron Mabin, 15 years in the majors, 10 different teams in 15 years. Played almost 1,200 games, just under 1,000 career hits. Um, 254 average, 72 home runs, not a big home run hitter. 13 postseason games and one ring, depending on how you count it, because uh Cash um, But but a great reputation as a teammate and as a player. Played on the Tigers, Marlins, both versions of the Marlins, um, Padres, Braves, Angels, Astros, Mariners, Mets, Yankees, Cubs. Um, he really made the rounds.
1: I love, I think that's the coolest set of his career that he played for both the Florida Marlins and the Miami Marlins, and he wasn't there when they transitioned names, no. He was there at one point, they were Florida, he came back seven teams later, um, or whatever the gap was, and it's like, oh, Miami now, I dig it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this isn't, uh, it's not, you know, the biggest news in the world, but, um, you know, Cameron Mabel was a good player, a great teammate, I think. The fan bases for all the teams that he played, you know, even a a little bit of time on, really loved him as a player. One of those just consistent guys. um, Great to have on your lineup. Um, Yeah, I mean, go ahead. I
1: I would just think that it's – you get so caught up with the MVPs, the Mike Trouts of the world, the giant names – but a career like this is just really solid. I mean, this guy's a professional, made a great living for himself. You know, awesome player. What I thought was really funny, uh, if you look through on like Fox Baseball where they tweeted or maybe on Twitter, there was so many different fan bases that I counted up comments that said that are a legend, that da a legend. Uh, so all in all, I counted Braves legend, Yankees legend, Cubs legend, uh, Padres legend, Tigers legend. So that is going to be five right there, and then. There were some that said Mets, he played nine games. There were some that said Angels, 93 games. I'm assuming those were jokes, but still, that many fan bases to have people care enough to tweet. That's pretty awesome.
0: And yeah, we're not talking like MVPs or Hall of Famers, but to, to play 15 years in the MLB, play almost 1,200 games, I mean, it's, it's a remarkable career. It's a remarkable career.
1: And he was, you know, if you think he's done it all, he was a 10th overall pick. So he was a super highly touted prospect. He's won a championship as much as I don't count it. At one point in his life, he was in the room. When it was won, it shouldn't count now. But, you know, it's still a thing. One thing I did want to do is just read part of his tweet here. You know, he had a pretty nice open letter uh, and all that. But what I liked is, so he, there's a part at the bottom of his letter. that says, to my family, especially my mom, dad, and sister, it hasn't always been easy, but it's been the ride of a lifetime. I'm nothing without each and every one of you. It's my wife, Courtney, and my kids. Trent, Max, Layla, you are my everything, and I can't wait to spend more time with you at home. To this game, thank you for teaching me so many important life lessons. I will spend the next chapter of my life paying that forward to 40-year-old killicam You did it, man. You never stopped believing in yourself, even when others didn't believe in you. And never forget the only person that beat you. Especially around those bases, I thought that was awesome. The right to your four-year-old self after a 15-year MLB career—that every boy's dream. I mean, awesome stuff. That
0: that kind of gave me chills. Um, That's that's pretty good. Um, Great, great player. Uh, Sad to see him go, but 15 years—great, great great career. Um, Hopefully, you guys give us a follow on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at rounding third, that's rounding number three, RD now, rounding third now. Um, We're going to be pretty active on there, trying to engage our audience, communicate with people, maybe throw some jabs at some players. Uh, It'll be interesting. We hope to to connect with you guys there. Don't forget to give us a follow and tune in next week. Let's keep uh, building the baseball community and building the game we love. Thanks, guys.